Vibe Machine Hi, and welcome to Undercovers Season 3. I'm Josh Kiff, and if you haven't figured out by now, listening to the other seasons of Undercovers, I adore album artwork. I'm fascinated by the visual side of music and what it represents. And if you want to talk about incredible detail and representation of artwork, you can go no further than the artist featured in these episodes, Tavon Sampson. Beginning as a designer and moving his way up to creative director at Def Jam Records and then a move to Warner Brothers and then into the world of freelance artists, Tavon has created a career to envy many working with Nas, Rick Ross, Fabulous, Jason Derulo, Young Jeezy, Avenged Sevenfold, Gary Clark Jr. and many more. In this first episode, we discuss Tavon's early days and working his way up to Def Jam. An incredible story, by the way. And then we jump into one of Tavon's latest creations, Kevin Gates' I'm Him, and then on to Naz. But as always with Undercovers Podcast, which you'd know if you'd listened or subscribed to our previous episodes, and if you haven't, please, please do. We've got some incredible designers on this series, and I hope you get a chance to listen to them all. Chances are you will own a lot of the albums that we are talking about. But we jump straight into listening to Tavon's story in his own words. Vibe machine. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. I I actually grew up wanting to be a comic book artist, and nice. I I would draw all of these these uh, comics since like the age of like four or five years old, and I would just draw these full on comics. And my grandmother, my mom, they worked at this insurance company, and they would bring me all mm. like this fax paper and all of this stuff home, and I was just drawing all of it, and just keep. <laughs> I was just doing that for it ever and then you know you get to high school and then of course it i was still doing it but it was more like portraits and stuff like that and i was just trying to really figure out what i wanted to do you know when when i became an adult and i just didn't have that guidance in my hometown of syracuse new york at the time and so i found out about graphic design um and i wrote like a report about it saying i want to do it but i was just kind of BSing just to uh, get the grade. But, <laughs> um, I mean, a, I ended up falling into it, like, just trying to figure out what I could do. I went to college and ended up doing an internship at Def Jam on uh, my senior year. And I pretty much just treated it like a job. I think by the t- and I was there for, like, six months. And by the time that uh, those six months were up, you know, I was graduating. And people thought I worked there already. And so uh, they just brought me back on. Like, yeah, it was crazy because I was, I was just crashing on my friend's couch, eating like hot dogs from like the corner guy that'd be on the street and just eating like the cheapest food possible. And man, I was so broke. And I, I knew I wanted, I just knew I had, I had to make that job happen. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. And, um, yeah, after I graduated, like two weeks later, they ended up bringing me back on. But even before then, like, so in between that, me graduating, and, um, cause I graduated like around the time they go on holiday break in December. And so right. I was, um, you know, it was like a, a limbo period where, you know, nothing was happening. And I was working with this guy that was starting his magazine and helping him lay out his magazine. And, um, I mean, we were doing like right out of his apartment. And I remember I had like a, uh, like a regular like cell phone that had like minutes on it. I wasn't getting emails and stuff on that phone at the time. And, 
I happened to check my email and I missed the email from oh. Def Jam ask, asking if I could work for them. And I was just like, I, my, my heart just dropped right into my stomach. I was just like, oh my God, what? So then I hit them back. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, I'm sorry, we found somebody already. Oh, and I was like, oh my God. I, I was so heartbroken, man. And it was like, oh, you know, if anything comes up, we'll let you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, man, I was, I was so hurt. And then oh. the next day, they called me again. So that day, but that same day, like I left, I went and bought like a, a T-Mobile sidekick, got an email. So that I was like, anytime anybody emailed me, it's not coming right to the phone. I'll get it right away. I'm never missing the email again. <laughs> yeah, never so happened I just again, sent, I bet. Never happened. And so I sent them, I sent them my email, said, this is my new email. You know, I, I'm just coming straight to my phone. I'm never going to miss it. And so the next day they ended up hitting me up. And asked me if I could come in and work for four days to cover for one of the art directors that were um was out of town on a, a you know traveling for a photo shoot, and mm. of course I said yes. And I was actually I had just interviewed with like a radio station to like work in their finance department at the time because I I was desperate I needed some money. I go and I told you know I told the, inter- the people I was interviewing with at the radio station about um you know, I had this opportunity. And so I won't be able to start until like the week after. And I go into Def Jam, work for my four days. Friday comes around, you know, Thursday night comes around. I say, you know, do y'all want me to just finish out the week? And they're like, yeah, just finish out the week. It doesn't make sense for you not to come in on Friday. I come in on Friday and, you know, everything is just like business as usual. And so I'm like, tell them, I was like, you know, cause they're still giving me like work to do. And I said, well, you know, I got, um, <laughs> I have this job coming up at this radio station. I was like, so I kind of need to know, am I done after this week so I can start a new job or are you guys keeping me? What's going on? And uh, the lady by the name of Chris Yank said, she was like, I love her. She was just like, just keep coming in. <laughs> just keep coming in. Oh, and those, those four days turned into like five years. And wow. uh, I was at, yeah, it was so crazy. And and that's where I got my first album cover like two years later after that. And it's just been history ever since. Uh, that's, it's incredible. So many artists talk about sort of falling into their job or, or getting that break. And, and one of the people that I've just interviewed recently is Alex Howdy, who you obviously know. Um, and, and you yeah. gave him his break and he was, he was in New York completely broken, working, making greeting cards when, uh, when he got yeah. the opportunity to come in and interview you. <laughs> Yeah. And so it's it's sort of funny. Light history repeated itself for him with you. <laughs> right. That is so funny, man. How that how the it's, world works. Oh, it it's crazy. It is a crazy world. It is a crazy world. And and what was Def Jam like to work at at that time? Because obviously they'd created they'd become a huge industry by that time, and and they were a, a well oiled machine. Were was that was that how it was back then, or were they still were they still finding their feet? Oh no, they were. I mean. Def Jam, by the time I got there, they were historic, you know, so <laughs> working in, working in there was probably one of the craziest times of my life. Like it, like I was 22 in there and when they actually brought me on as an employee, well, as a, as a contractor, like Jay-Z, I just became the president of the company and like, I grew up listening to Jay-Z and then Mm. He just signed, he had signed, they had signed Nas to the label too. And I was just like, man, what the hell? And it was like all these artists <laughs> that, 
I grew up listening is just coming into the building and I'm around them. Like I, it was so crazy. Like I seen, um, seen Jay-Z a few times. Well, I actually see him a lot. Like I'll run into him like at, at the bathroom, like all types of crazy <laughs> stuff. Like it's just like, and then, you know, I got a chance to like work with Nas on a few things. And I mean, the whole thing felt like a dream. Like they took us to, um, Foxwood, Foxwood casinos in uh, Connecticut on like a retreat for a whole week. And I had just only been working there for maybe three weeks. And, but I knew everybody cause y'all, you know, I interned for six months, but I only been working mm. there for a few weeks. And, you know, they put us all on the bus, took us to, um, out here to like get familiar with our new artists and also employees that's all across the country. Cause they had, you know, stations like radio stations down in like, Atlanta and then like Detroit and then they had the West Coast offices and the New York offices. So we all just went to Connecticut and they housed everybody at the hotels and like it was just like this big party and then we would um they would have like some artists would perform. We had like a sizzle reel and it was just a cool way to basically introduce yeah. like our new act. Like they were kinda like going through like a rebranding phase and it was it was, it was pretty amazing. Like that whole period and oh. time was just so, so, so great. Like, oh my gosh. Like, oh, it, I, I wish it, I could it, recapture that, but it was amazing. <laughs> it sounds like, it just sounds like a dream come true, especially for a, an illustrator and a music lover. It's like your worlds collide yeah. and, you know, amazing experience happens. And you mentioned Naz and, or Naz, and I thought I'd, I, I wanted to start with him, but then, I've noticed one of your recent bits of artwork that's blowing me away is is the Kevin Gates I'm Him album. We'll get to Naz, but I'm really interested in Kevin Gates because I absolutely love that cover. And, you know, if anyone does follow um, Tevon on Instagram, you'll just see, you know, people blowing up about about how how great that artwork is. And how did did that collaboration come up with Kevin and and that photo shoot and and that album cover come together? Oh man, I mean, so I work at this company called APG, which stands for Artist Partners Group. And mm-hmm. they, so they have a, a, a huge roster and they just brought me on in June as their art director. And I'm literally, I'm the only art director there. And so I handle most of the projects that come through there. And mm. this project was going on before I was hired. So it was already like in the mix. They had a photo shoot and everything. And so it got to the point where I guess designers are doing album covers because we also are partners with uh, Atlantic Records. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It just wasn't the, I guess people weren't liking the covers that were made. So then they asked me to do some. And I mean, I probably made about 45 covers before I got to this one. Wow. And wow. yeah, and I kept, but the problem wasn't the designs. It was just that, you know, they didn't like the photo shoot anymore. Like Kevin had lost a whole bunch of weight. He had started working out. He had his hair is back black again in the photos. It was blonde and it, it was just a whole thing. And I kept trying to press for <laughs> the photo shoot and they really were just like, we don't have time to do a photo shoot. And I, I just really didn't know what else to do. So we all just were on this big email thread and I was like, if I got to save this project, like we need this photo shoot. And, um, the head of the company actually had the idea of like burning an old photo. And I was like, well, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe we yeah. can try that. And so like I tried some Photoshop stuff, but like 
I can do Photoshop and I'm pretty efficient at it, but I like to capture everything in camera and have it be as authentic as possible. So I really mm. pressed for a photo shoot. We literally shot that photo shoot, uh, last Saturday. So wow. like, it, wow. everything happened within less than a week. Yeah. It was the craziest thing ever. And we got the photo, you know, we had the photo shoot. I printed out a whole bunch of copies of like his old photos. Just so happens that the photographer I shot with shot a lot of his old stuff. So he had a bunch of his old photos. And I just went to FedEx Kinko's, printed out a whole bunch of stuff. And we came in and just started like burning, burning these photos and like doing test shots. And, uh, we'd have him hold it. And we'll set the paper on fire. Well, he actually set the paper on fire himself. And we probably did that about a hundred times before we got that shot. And so, you know, I, I was cutting some stuff out and trying different things. And his manager was actually like, man, let's rip a piece of paper in half. So he ripped it in half and we just started holding it up, like to line up with his face. Like I'm actually mm. on the cover. I'm actually holding that piece of paper up in front of his face. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And so like, if the picture wasn't cropped like that, like you would see my, you would see my hand in the picture. Um, and we're just holding it and we're just shooting it. And as soon as we shot it, I was like, Oh man, this is it. This is, this is definitely it. Like I knew for a hundred, I was a hundred percent sure that this had to be the cover. Cause it, it just had that feeling. I was like, I've never mm. really seen this done like this before. And I was like, it is just so amazing. And I was like, I, I like to capture photos that's so great that I don't need to mm. do anything else but throw a parental advisory on it. And I like, I, that's why I like art directing the shoes because you have that quality control to, to actually get that. You pretty much do your designing on set with the actual person instead of having to do the, you know, the tricks and the bells and whistles with Photoshop after mm. the fact. And, um, yeah, just because that, Came back with the photo shoot. I was super excited to show everybody. I worked on album covers right after the shoot. Like he sent me the photo shoots and I was just, um, working on covers that night, Saturday night, Sunday. And then I finished up on Monday and sent all the cover options in. And I mean, everybody just loved it. It was an amazing, um, amazing thing, but it was a collaboration between like all of us. Like I can't, I definitely can't take full credit on it. Um, as in a lot of, uh, projects are like that, you know, it's all, you know, I, I'm just like the, the glue to bring it all together. You know, like I'm, <laughs> sometimes I might get stuck. Somebody will have an idea or I'll have an idea and then people will help me to bring it to life. And, but I'm always like that centerpiece to bring it all together. It looks, it looks amazing. And I love the fact that it is, you know, an older photo and it's sort of it, the symbolism is so strong and I've been reading up obviously about him. He's been incarcerated. He's been in prison and all of that sort of stuff. And, and he's, he's just got released, I believe. So it's sort of, it's sort of, you know, burning his past and he's got this future ahead of him and, and it's who he is. So it's, it's saying yeah. so much without saying anything, which is perfect and what you want in an album cover. And so thank you so much for sharing the story. And I, I can't believe it's only a few days old. So. By the time we get around Man. to releasing this, it would have, it would have been in the world for a few months, but <laughs> right now I'm blown away that yeah. it's, you know, really only a couple of days old, a few hours old. It's great. Um, I want to give, I definitely want to shout out Jimmy Fontaine, a photographer too, cause, uh, we've been working a lot and he really like captured that perfectly. Like it was mm. so amazing. So I just definitely want to give Jimmy a shout out cause he's amazing. 
But yeah, we can get into Nas now. I've spoken with, I mean, Nas has been around for so long. I've spoken with so many artists that have done album artwork for him. Um, right back to yeah. Amy McCauley, who of course did Illmatic, um, and, mm. and a few of his, his other ones and came up with that iconic blending of his face with the, with the cityscape in the, in the background. And, um, everyone says that he has this air about him and he's got this persona and, you know, he's such a good guy and he's, um, but he's, you know, got a great vision about what he wants. So I was really interested. I was reading about the first album that you did with him, which, which I think you said was the first full album cover you did, which is Hip Hop Is Dead. Is, is that right? It was the second album cover I did, but I literally was awarded the project like two weeks after my first one. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, that project came, I, I mean, I feel like every project has like its its own story that I that I've done. Um but the hip hop is dead, the untitled, like the Kevin Gates, mm. like it there's some there's some that just really have like a special place with me. Um mm. but that one was like the one that really solidified my reputation as far as like being an art director and designer and, and music. Then people was just like, Oh okay, this kid actually knows what he's doing. And <laughs> I was Actually, it was so weird because that project, I wasn't, I didn't get to work with Nas directly on that one because I, it kind of mm. just fell in my lap. I literally was, um, sitting at my desk. It was a bit last minute, happy. wasn't it? I was reading. Oh, it was extremely last minute. I had three hours to do it. <laughs> yeah, That's right. I had three hours to do it. And i never forget that, man, because I had, I was still living off the high of my first album cover. And so I'm just sitting there like, man, I'm just happy I got one. You know, I'm not even thinking about <laughs> when the next one's going to be. And uh this girl, she was um in marketing at the time. Her name is Sherry Bryant. She's actually, like, an amazing person. She just got uh she just got named uh, the co-president of uh, Rock Nation now. Oh, wow. So wow. She's, like, doing huge things. But she was the one. I'll never forget this, man. She came, she came up to my desk. And she just was like, Hey, too, what are you, what are you doing tonight? And I said, uh, you know, probably go home and chill and get ready to do it all again tomorrow. And she goes, Oh, I might need you tonight. And I said, All right, cool. You know, fine. Back then they had me designing a lot of like tour buses and stuff like that. Mm. So I thought it was going to be another one of those. And when she came in, um, she came back and she said, I need you to design an album cover for Nas. And I tried to play this so cool, but I was freaking. <laughs> out inside i was like what i was like no this can't and this is like and this is a big album you know because it was it was yeah. a lot of publicity about him saying that hip-hop is dead a lot of artists are mad at him about it and it was just like what i remember calling my roommates i left the building to go call my roommates and tell them i was like man you ain't gonna believe this and they started <laughs> freaking out then i came back and um the guy uh this guy andy west he was working, he was originally the designer on it. And, um, I'm not sure why they didn't continue with him, but I just know, like, for some reason, I always get thrown on a project, like, last minute to be, like, the save the day guy. And so they, <laughs> you know, they, so the cover shot was what it was. It was just pretty much, um, now it's bending over the grave with him with the rose. I think the rose was red. And, um, but the sky was like bright and you know, it just didn't, I guess it didn't feel like mm. death to, to the label. 
And so the first mm. thing I did was just like add some like a darker background, dark clouds, and I made his name out of um like look like it was all like concrete just to kind of symbolize yeah, like, like stone. stone. Yeah. 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 And I sent that over and everybody just loved it. And it was just like, man, like this is what it was missing and blah, blah, blah. And you know, I remember my boss, uh, Grace Miguel at the time, she was just like, you know, she was a big believer in me. Like, she always was just like, like championing me on and cheering me on and stuff like that. And it was just like, yeah, like, you're going to be that great. Person. Like, Oh my God. It was, she was amazing. Um, she was a big part of why, like I carry myself how I do today. And, uh, yeah, it, it, the album, the three hours, I sent it to everybody. It just so happens everybody that needed to approve it was like s- sitting with each other at the time. Um, I feel like they were at like an awards, <laughs> like an awards show or something. They were somewhere at an event together and they were just passing like the blackberries down at the time. Cause that's what the companies used to, it wasn't all iPhones weren't the thing back then. It was a uh, Blackberries. Yeah. So they're passing yeah, the Blackberries yeah, yeah. and, uh, and everybody's just approving. I'm like, Oh, this is hot. This is hot. This is amazing. And I had an album cover and I had my wow. first album cover. Yeah. It was, it was wow. pretty, pretty amazing. And like you said, so all his albums, <laughs> it did. And all the, all his albums have sort of gone down in hip hop folklore and, and especially that one. And then, Untitled, which is one of my favorite album covers by him. Yeah. I mean, it's, and, and the whole packaging, um, which everyone can find if they go and check out your website, which is mrsamson.net. Um, and you can check yes. out all of the in- interior artwork as well, which, you know, is so striking. You know, compared, you've got, You've got Naz there with the with the whip marks, um, with the with the N on his on his back. Um, yes. You know, obviously, a, a a lot of symbolism in that, and then it's just extended throughout the artwork. And was that, you know, with a lot of um, oppression and a lot of, you know, you've got some street walkers in there. You've got uh, you've got some southern uh, the the southern flag, the American southern flag there, and you know, yeah. a lot a lot of racial tension built up in in the in the imagery. Was that something that you and Nas worked on or was that one that you you more took the reins of that was that was a, that was a, that, like the Kevin Gates one this was a collaboration between a lot of people um mm. this was he wanted to title it the actual n-word and they wow. weren't gonna let him do that yeah but like yeah. I have covers that I mocked up with the work on it it was pretty nuts and mm. um you know, like we, we were going back and forth and he would change his mind every day about what he wanted to do. And we just kept going back and forth. I'm like, bro, like, what are we going to do? And since they wouldn't let him do it, we all got on a conference call and like, how can we make the art say it without saying it? And hmm. the security guard, this is crazy. Like his security guard had had an idea of like putting an N on his back with the whips. And I said, wow, that's like mind blowing. Like that's amazing. And so then I was like, yeah, we can do it in the shape of the, the, um, the end of this logo. And so like, mm. I'm like, oh man, we got, we got to do this right now. Like we got to hurry up and do this. So we had a photo shoot. He's on a video. He had a video shoot for, I forgot what video it was, but while he was on a video shoot, we hired a photographer. They were on Los Angeles. I was in New York at the time. And mm. This girl by the name of Ciara, who's one of the video commissioners, like I just asked her, I was like, please 
make sure you just get a shot of his back. A whole bunch of pictures of his back. I guess like a, <laughs> a, a dark background, you know. So, but she got it. You know, they sent it over. And this is one of those things that happened in like three days as well. I got the photos and like I was using like this scratch board and I like kind of scratched it into the scratch board, scanned it in, and put it on his back, kind of like try to raise it up. And I sent it to this guy, um, my, my favorite retoucher of all time, Eric Altenberger, who I still work with to this day. He actually, <laughs> ironically, he actually did the retouching on the Kevin Gates cover too. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I, I've been working, yeah, this guy has like all my album covers that I've done that has been like amazing. Like he, he's definitely touched them. So I showed him a whole bunch of references. I showed him what I did and my sorry Photoshop attempt to do these webs, but he understood what I was trying to do <laughs> and he saw my vision and I was like, I just need to look more realistic, man. Like, can you help me out? And he did it, sent it back, and that was the cover. And I, wow. we got a great cover out of it. Yeah, it was amazing. And I, you know, being part of an art director is also, it's like, it's also like knowing when to, uh, to, to get the, the, the specialist in to help you to bring that to life. Cause it's like, yeah, I'm talented and, you know, I can do a lot of stuff by my, myself, but I know there's things that other people are, they specialize and they only do that and they're going to be better at that and execute it better than I can. And I can, but I can show them the vision of what I'm trying to accomplish. And so that's where, uh, Eric came in and helped out with that. And we got an amazing cover out of that one and everybody was super happy. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite covers. I mean, I thought I was going to get fired over this project. Like it, it was like, we were getting so down to the wire, even like the album packaging and the album packaging. I was in like libraries and like getting all of these crazy photos from history and, and just like scanning them in and I couldn't use them. And then I ended up just scouring, like uh getting images and getting a whole bunch of stuff. And we we're just basically like, okay, I don't want us to title it this. So we're just going to put it all in your face through this album package. And so I was just trying mm. to find the most like controversial images ever. Believe it or not, I have worse <laughs> images in there. Um, I love this shot with the, the, the little 12 year old, uh, Af Af Afghanistan girl, um, holding like the AK 47. Um, yeah. but we had some crazy stuff. Like, I don't know if you ever, it's this image. I want to say it's in Korea. I'm not sure where it is. And it's this guy, it's like a soldier holding up a gun to this guy's head and he's about to shoot him. And they caught the image like right before it happened. Like if you Google like most striking images, it's one of the first ones that pop up. Uh, like I had that in there. Crazy. Like I had the, I had the craziest images you can find, but I got shut down on that one. But we ended up <laughs> making it work. Um, yeah. uh, Randy McMillan, oh, who was, uh, he was a legal, um, guy and, at Def Jam at the time. And he helped me get a lot of the images cleared and stuff like that and kind of saved me. So yeah, it worked out, man. I always had a great team around me. So I'm always thankful for that. And it's such, such a statement and such an iconic album cover once again. And it seems to be that the shorter amount of time that you have, <laughs> yeah. the more prolific you are, which is, which is incredible. And, and look, Thank you so much for the Naz story. I wanted to jump from Naz to another artist you've worked with multiple times. And it's when your name came up, because your name kept coming up with people, and everyone would talk about um, Young Jeezy. You know
everyone would go, oh, yeah. you've got to talk to him. You've got to talk to Tavon and you've, that's who you've got to talk about. And you've, he's had a few records of yours that have gone to, that you've worked on, gone to number one. You've, you know, you've done the inspiration, the recession and hustler's ambition. What's yeah. he like to work with? And, and what, you know, I thought maybe we'd start with the, the recession because I absolutely love that album artwork. How, um, how did that one come together? Oh man, so crazy shout out to Jonathan Mannion for capturing that. Um, <laughs> this you like, this was in 2008 when Obama was running for president. And so Jeezy was super inspired, man. He was super inspired by the whole campaign. And by mm. this time I had like really, really gained, cause this was the second album that I worked with him on. His, the first album mm. I worked was the inspiration and that was um actually my very first cover ever and uh um, oh, there you go this one yeah this one he was just like we we're very like in, in contact with each other about what we want to do and he kept talking about this presidential campaign and he wanted to go on this slogan you know are you ready for change and stuff like that and i told him i didn't want to do like modern day presidency i just i just felt it was gonna be too cheesy since it was a presidential election I was like, let's do mm. something classic. And so I started thinking more of like JFK. And, yeah. and you know, not to be morbid, but I was like, let's, let's, um, I was like, it'd be cool if we can get the car that JFK was shot in. And, um, I was like, you know, we get that, uh, that Lincoln Continental that he was shot in, not the actual one, but the model, you know, they're making the model in a year. The model. And yeah. so, yeah. And I was like, you know, we'll get the, cause he had this black and silver flag. He was, carrying everywhere for the for this uh, campaign and i was like yeah you can just sit on the back and you have this flag and doing this and we got some amazing shots with that like seeing that come to life was crazy but then we did some um in studio shots because the shoot was actually split between two different two different shoot days so we shot what? the cover in los angeles and then we shot the rest of the album package in, in atlanta um and we, that's where we got all the JFK shots in, in Atlanta. And we did some like guerrilla style stuff where we, there was like this abandoned, uh, civilian, abandoned house. And we like just jumped through the window and got like all of these crazy shots inside of there. Like via like I, 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 Malcolm X inspired images and stuff. It was mm. pretty crazy. But on set in Los Angeles, when we were doing a cover shot, we didn't even know this was going to be the cover shot. We were just shooting. Because he had a, um, he had a shoot for Double XL magazine that Manuel was also right. shooting. So we was like, let's piggyback off of that. And mm. as we're doing it, he's playing with this flag and Manuel's just like, man, I want to do something like a boxer. And he just threw the flag over his head and then he shot it. And I said, get more of that. That's what we need right there. Mm. I'm like, that's the cover. Like, that's the cover right there. I'm like, I'm not even putting, like, I, when I'm on set and I see a shot like that, and I'm just like, I don't even want to put type on there. I just want to yeah. put the photo as is, parental advisory, put it out. Our job is done here. Like, we just caught a classic image. And, like, it's a feeling, like I said, like, with the Kevin Gates, and, like, you, you just feel it. Like, you see that, and you're just Ooh. like, oh, my God, that's it. That's that shot right there. And um, we got it. I designed like the album cover comps on the plane going back to New York. And, you know, so when I touched down, I had stuff to show everybody, sent that to them, set up the second half of the shoot, then flew to Atlanta to shoot the second shoot. 
and get the album package in. Design the album package on the plane ride back from Atlanta to New York. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be, it was, it was so crazy. Like it, it was always like this last. And I think that like, you know, that's why I'm always, you know, a person I have to save the day because I guess I work fast and I work well under those stressful conditions like that. But every project that has came with that type of time frame, like I'll always end up with something great and a cool story afterwards. So. You have a great story every single time. (laughs) Man, it was amazing, man. Like, I love it though. I I do, I do. But that's how the cover came about. You know, it was, um, uh, definitely almost a collaboration. Oh, I'm loving the stories. I'm loving everything from the security guard through to working on the plane. You, um, one of the things I have noticed is, and you mentioned it, is that, you know, and you, we, we were talking, and it was 2 a.m. your time when we were talking, and it's now early morning, and we're actually doing the yeah. interview. So, you know, you never stop working, and, and you, you, uh, you know, you, you just try and cram as, as, as much as you can in, and it's so inspiring to see that. And, I mean, from there, you, you went and worked again with him on um, Hustler's Ambition. Yeah, TM one hundred three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, oh my gosh, that project was nuts. Oh my goodness. Tell me, please tell me. (laughs) Ah, this one was like we were just great. We 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 had a great rapport at this time. Um, Mm. and so like he he super trusted me. He would call me literally at like three four in the morning. Just with ideas and just call me like, hey, yo, you sleep? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I mean, I was, I'm up now. And then like, <laughs> we'll just be on the phone and then he'll be like, man, you want to fly to Atlanta? Come listen to the music and blah, blah, blah. And like, he would just have all these super crazy ideas. He changed the title. Um, he changed the title a few times and I was like, we were going through so many concepts. I remember because I also, uh, like I battle lupus. And, and I recently just had a kidney transplant, but back then, what? like I was, I was in a, I was in a hospital during part of this project for a hustler's ambition. That project went on for two years. Like it, it was a long wow. project. And so at one point I was in the hospital and I just remember like I'm there with IVs and I'm just sitting there designing like visuals and posters and like teasers for the album and stuff like that. And just sending them in, like, he had no clue that I was even in the hospital. Like, I was just sitting them oh. like, So if I got, if I got to sit here, you know, hooked up to all of this stuff, I might as well do something to keep my brain, uh, moving, you know, and, and it was Definitely. just crazy. Like, I was just, but I, I, I literally never stopped working. Like, I was in the hospital just like, Hey, man, I, I gotta, I gotta get this going. Like, I gotta do this. Like, I gotta keep my, my brain active. I gotta keep myself. You know, with some sense of purpose, you know, cause I feel like you heal better when you are looking forward to something. Um, definitely. And we, yeah, we, that project went on so long. We actually ran out of photos and, um, <laughs> we ran out of photos and I feel like, like we use that photo that's on the cover for, I feel like something else too. Like, I don't know. I know we use it for a poster. I feel like we use it for like a single maybe with the thing. I, I, I think I switched it up a little bit. We had literally, I ran out of photos and that was like the only one that we could use that <laughs> we felt that was like, it was so crazy at that point. I'm like, man, we could, wish we could have got another photo shoot. Um, but he changes his, oh, the concept work 
it, I can't even remember half the titles. I remember he wanted to call it like the Street Bible at one point. Then he wanted to call it like the Last Mohican. Then he wanted to call it. Uh, <laughs> it, it was so crazy, but I could tell that like creatively, like his mind was just going, and I felt yeah. like he was. He, I think he put a lot of pressure on himself on that project because it was because you were he was following a recession, which was like a classic album. Yes, and it was definitely yes. one of my favorites. And so I know he was just like, man, like following that up, like everything has to be right. And I think he was really just putting a lot of pressure on himself during that time. And I think that's what happened. And he was, you know, he was a big artist at that time. Like the, the after because the recession has such a big message. And yeah, definitely trying to follow it, trying to follow that up. is difficult, man. It is super difficult. And I find like that too. Like I, I did the Kevin Gates cover and then like my next cover, I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm a top this, you know? And it's just like, you know, <laughs> once you have like a big project that drops, you always are just like putting this extra pressure on yourself to do it. Um, but then we end up with the cover, you know, and he was, he was happy. I remember seeing him at the album release party. He was like, man, man, that was, he's like, man, that project was crazy. Right? He's like, man, we got it done though. Home phone calls, man, at four in the morning. He said it happened, and he was just super happy, man. It was, it was. He's a great dude, man. I, I love Jeezy, man. He's definitely been one of my favorite artists to work with. And one of my favorite interviews ever for Undercovers podcast, this one. When you hear someone like Devon talk about working through serious illness, a kidney transplant, and to keep working, keep moving, keep creating, keep progressing, it's inspiring on every level. Tavon is someone who isn't letting a minute pass him by, and his vision is creating a new dynamic for the rap and hip-hop worlds. There are so many artists to talk to, it would be unfair to put them into a single episode. So make sure you check out the second part of our Tavon Sampson interview on Undercover's podcast. And please, give us a review. Every review counts, and hit subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you so much. Vibe. Machine.